I hate I bullshit. Hate. He's full of shit. Nope. False. You really, really threw me for a loop with this. What a fuster cluck. <laughs> Trust me, folks, we're, we're laughing at him. <laughs> well, I mean, with that dong. Stop, get down. No, you're not sitting on my lap. Go lay down. Hi! Oh, hey! <laughs> Just making sure my audio is rocking as usual. Oh, now's the time to check. Not, not, yeah. We'll just keep waiting. Oh. I'll just edit for weeks and weeks at a time. Oh, your audio sucks on this last episode. Oh, you make the magic happen. Yeah, yeah. I still probably got hours of editing to do to get that thing done. What? Oh, your audio sucks. It, it oh, sucks. Wow. <laughs> What's wrong? <laughs> Oh, you, this is what you sound like. <laughs> yeah, sure. I, I can do it. Somebody tell you about this movie. Uh. <laughs> it's real great to have to go and blow up all your audio every time. And I, huh. I talk. I talk normally. I'm like, hey, how's it going? We tell you. You must have just been a hiccup in the. Let me tell you about the eye future. Yeah, amazing. We live in the future, the eye future. Everything's amazing. Huh. Are you sure it's not something with your Dropbox, maybe? No, no. I'm, I'm working off the file that you gave me, so. Huh. No, no, no. Don't, don't me. That's an anomaly. It's an eye anomaly. <laughs> Yeah, I own, I own one of those devoi- devices. <laughs> uh, I, my wavelengths are just gorgeous right now. They're beautiful. They're just popping. Mm, so I, we're good. That's what I heard last week, too. Mm, <laughs> you'll, you'll work your fairy dust I magic. I will. It just, well, there won't be another episode, because it takes me three weeks to edit, because it's hours and hours and hours. How are you? <laughs> um, uh, peachy, peachy. Uh, so my youngest just had another birthday. He's now seven, and uh, the next night they were supposed to go to Grandma and Grandpa's. This was this last weekend, and uh, he's polite and happy and responsive. Yep, definitely sick. Yep, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Sick. Yep. And guess what that means I am? Sick. Sick. But oh. you are, or you're getting it, or you're going to get it. Woke up at three o'clock this morning, just a screaming throat ache. And and head cold, can't breathe. Exhausted. It's great. So where did he pick it up at? Probably school, who knows? I don't know. But oh. th- then today, uh, they had a snow day, and which, you know, I was just 
It's my home day. I was just really looking forward to a couple of hours. It's my once a week where I get a couple of hours of just empty house, quiet. And, uh, snow day. I'm like, well, what are you going to do about that? But then, um, the oldest one or Holden, not the oldest one. Holden was like, uh, uh, oh, we should go out and play in the snow. And I, of course, oh. feel great. So I'm like, you know what? You go right ahead. The neighbors are out. Have a delightful time. And Corbin was like, eh, I don't want to go. I know where this is going. I know where this is going. Then Holden goes, can we go uh, sled riding over at the school? Yep, go for it. Have fun. Be careful. Two hours go by. Oh, where's my brother? Oh, he's sled riding. Oh, I want to go sled riding. The step. Do, 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 do. Get my snow clothes. Where's my snow pants? Where's my gloves? Do, 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 do. Slow as possible. And of course, open the door. Here come all the kids back from sled riding. They're done. Oh, oh that's not fair that I don't yeah, get that's to go. not fair. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I was just too bad. Too bad. You, you're not going over there by yourself. So too bad. So is he still sick? Yeah, a little bit, but it, it's it's just a minor head cold, but just enough to be annoying, and it's it's gone over to me now. Mm, yep, yep. <laughs> and I I just love a sore throat. I don't know about you, but that is just oh, it's so enjoyable. What are you doing? Don't be peeing over there. New dog. Go lay down. Yeah. Still working on the so- potty training. Is she still very much a, she knows you're the, you're... Oh, she doesn't leave my side. If I'm home, she does not leave my side. And if I pet one of the other dogs, if I pet one of the other dogs, she gets pissy. Like, she she jumps in between my hand and their snout. Like, if I start petting them, like, ah, 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 none of that, none of that, none of that. Like, (laughs) easy, baby. Go lay down. Now, so do the kids and wife like the new dog? Yep. She does shed, though, and fair amount of hair. Not as bad as a cat, but uh, like you don't notice around the house. There's nothing that we see around the house, but I have uh, black PJ pants and I'm wearing a black shirt. And then she comes and lays on me and you could, you're just covered. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I just, I feel sneezes coming on. Just, ugh. well, it's not the quit. Go lay down. If it's not the dogs, it's the kids. Oh, I just feel like ass. Oh, I've been up since 3 a.m. for the last two days in a row. Just because I, oh, sick, sick, always sick. Yep, yep. Go lay down. She like she doesn't like that I'm talking to you right now. That's what it is. Pay attention to me. So she hears your voice, and it's not geared towards her. <laughs> so she's trying to climb up in my lap, and she's not good at lap. She's just a little too big for lap. So when she is in the lap, she's just like standing and awkward and doesn't know what to do. <laughs> so she wants on the lap right now. Oh yeah, yeah, she's jumping all over me. Uh, you go. Don't miss down. the cats. Don't miss them. Not a, not even a little bit. Nope. Because cats. That's are, why it's like cats are stupid. You should get dogs. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't have much to complain about. It's like I. I feel. Well, I feel average now. I used to feel terrible. Now I'm like, I'm a strong C. You feel C plus. Re- regular bad. Oh, well, yeah. I just feel like just regular kind of old age grumpy. Just that now. And now it's not, I can't breathe because cats have polluted the house. Oh, I hated them. 
<sighs> I love them. I wish they'd come back. I'm going to mail you some. Oh, I know you do. I know. I, uh, you want that to happen as much as I enjoy my awesome audio. Yeah, uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> but only I could combine the two and send you iCats. <laughs> just fed directly up my nose holes. Just, just cocaine right up the nose. <sighs> just cat dander and bad audio. Oh, man. When I went into work yesterday, I told the guys, like, I had to go in yesterday. I couldn't get out of it. Uh, and after last week, uh, working as many crazy hours as I did, I, w- I was like, I'm not doing much this week. Just because... Come on, I, I was in here like crazy this last week. It was nuts. Uh, and I told the guys yesterday, I was like, I could crawl under my desk right now, turn the lights off, and go to sleep. I'm that tired. I'm, I'm exhausted. Uh, so, I'm trying to get that last episode out, but it, just hours of editing. Just... <laughs> Endless, endless, and you laughing, and (laughs) and that Eric laugh, whatever. (laughs) That's the one right there. Oh, that's my Slytherin laugh. Um, Yeah. It's still going to be a great episode. One day when it comes out, sure will. (laughs) Huh. So we're back to uh, not banking episodes. We're going to... Oh, yeah, yeah, well... That'll be something. Yeah, well, it'll be more, more... Topical, like, like when it drops, it's things that are going on right now. That's as it should be. Yeah, but we don't. That's never been our show. Yeah, well, through the election, it was. A bit yeah, more. that's true. Our bitch sessions. Yeah, I, <laughs> oh, I'm great. not sure about you, but I I enjoy like some days like not even going on Twitter to see to see what the catastrophe is. Like things are kind of like, I mean, Republicans are still just. Awful, awful, awful. But, I mean, you got it. I mean, you're seeing it, right? I told you it was going to split the party. And it looks this, like it has. This, what? It's going to what? I told you the best thing that could come from him being elected. In 2016, I told you this. Before he actually took office, when he got elected, I said the best thing that could happen is that he could split the Republican Party in half and they wouldn't have power for decades. And there are... And he right, did that. Right now, there are Republicans and there are Trumpers. Yeah. And I, there's, there's not enough of both to win an election, in my opinion. No, that's what I, that's what I meant. Yeah. I don't, why, why, well, I, I still see congressmen coming out and still trying to support Trump sort of kind. I'm like, now's your chance. Like, you can defeat this lunacy and his fringe party if you really want to. But it's like, you guys are still scared of him. Like, he's just a stupid old man in Florida. Like, what? Because they what? still know he has a lot of power in, like, he still has a lot of people that support him. He's, there are still people on Facebook that are telling me that he's going to still be president. <laughs> like, right now, in this next term. What do you, like, in two, like, now, right now, right as now. you speak? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know, I don't even know how to respond to that flat earth lunacy. I don't either. I'm just like, alright. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> uh, okay. Delightful, I guess. No, but and here's the thing: I'm not a pet guy because I I can't be. But it is nice to every now and then I see a whatever White House picture, and there's Biden's rescue dog. I'm like I just like that a German Shepherd. I'm like I just he's a human being. He's a decent guy, kind of. You know, he's got a dog. In the White House. And granted, I don't, but it's like the Trumps never had animals, which, why would they? They're just, they're assholes. Animals don't have animals. 
Yeah, and I'm I can't literally because of my allergies. Or we would have, we actually we'd have dogs is what we would have if it would be really up to me. But well, actually, our neighbors. Speaking of which, we were over for a game night for, at our neighbor's house. Uh, played some dominoes, and they have a something a doodle or yeah, I've got a labradoodle. That might be the one. Oh, is it like ninety pounds and bigger than your children? That's the one, yeah. It, it, but there, there's his tan. There's his tan in color, and it's old. Like it's, it's really old. And it was very. It's just lovey and docile, and just wants to be petted. But it's. I mean, I don't think they live to be much longer than thirteen ish, and he's twelve. <laughs> and from what I hear, it takes about five, six, seven, eight years for them to cross that line where they chill out because mine, this one here is oh, chill. mine jumping all over furniture and running over the dogs and the other dogs and asshole. Yuck. But that one there, I mean, I was around that dog all evening and no issues at all. But granted, those cats, the dander was all through the house through the ductwork and the carpet up my nose, up my butthole everywhere. Good. Ah, you love that, don't you? Ah, I do, I do. Ah. Make me work on your audio, you son of a bitch. Ah, and my you, throat's you... just on fire right now. Ah, you make me. It's it's you're the roadie. You're the you're the. Oh, you're crew. the star. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, make, right, you make me okay. sound good. <laughs> well, somebody has to. Yep. You put in the hours, and <laughs> I don't want to put in the hours. You're making a job. It's not fun. Yeah, but. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's so nice for you, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, but my, hey, wait, my wavelength audio files are. It's just, I don't believe anything you're saying. It's a roller coaster right now. I'm looking at a roller coaster, so you're good. You're yeah. good. Well, I'll bet. And of course, the dog has the. <laughs> oh, I hear something being gnawed on over there. Yeah, she's got Demi's toy, and it's a brick hard. Oh, you think people bitching about stepping on Legos in the middle of the night? You should step on that son of a bitch in the middle of the night. Oh. Just jagged and rock hard, and it's always in the middle of the living room, and... I mean, seriously, you could cut your foot open on it. Is it, like, rawhide bone? No, it's just a some plastic toy. Oh, he's going to town. She's going to town, isn't she? I'm not taking it away. Get here. Ooh. That doesn't look pleasant at all. That looks like a torture device. See that it arcs up like this, and you step on it in the middle of the night? It's oh. great. Just, just... Great. Anyway. Stop. Just stop. Go lay down. Why you're so extra all of a sudden. <sighs> oh, so here's my quick... Well, nah. Ah, go on. No, go ahead. Kids are too close. They'll hear me talking about it. Nah, I can't. Oh, what? Oh, now, I'm, oh. now I'm curious. Come on. Oh. You can't just dick tease me like that. <laughs> oh, just kind of rubbing the, the tip of it. Just... Flipping it a little bit. You're just like a little bit in the mouth, like... Yeah, yeah. and then I'm like... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh we're going to talk about sex in this episode, just so you know. Oh, good. I'm always um, done. Questionable. Oh, oh. Go on! <laughs> sake. Uh. Just get real close to the mic. I'll have to boost it anyway. So we, little tease. Oh, we were, we so my youngest went to first reconciliation at the Catholic Church, which is where you confess your sins. And um, Catholic Church is not like a Protestant church 
at all. At the Protestant churches, you have stages where the drums are on and the guitars and the, the, the preacher comes out and does his thing. That's not the case at a Catholic church. At the Catholic church, there's the altar. Here's, here's our little religion 101. And that altar is in the Catholic church sacred because of the Eucharist and all that stuff. You don't go up on the altar unless you are invited. And if you go on the altar, you bow before you go up to the altar. So it's a very, 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 very formal thing. And, and so we do, he does his confession with, there was a bunch of kids that were doing it. And so we waited and we were like one of the last ones and it's done. Like he, he did his thing. I'm, you know, forgive me, whatever. And as he's leaving, he's right by the altar, which is, that's essentially the stage. It's a big, you know, it's a big, he just tears ass right over the altar. Like, and you don't do that. And I was, I was mortified. <laughs> and, and then he ran down and ran down the aisle and let a, bur- a let a huge burp out. <laughs> Power of Christ compels you. That's I was, I was, I was shaking. I was, I was so furious. I'm like, you literally just did confession and you run up to the one spot in this church that you are not allowed to go to. And then you run out of the church burping. <laughs> my, my youngest would have done the same. He probably would have got on stage and farted really loud and laughed yeah. and just crazy. I, shaking that, that drive home. I was, I was shaking. I was, I haven't been that that pissed off and I, it's been a long long time <sighs> alright I am sorry but I have to go let this dog out she is given the look and she is going to piss on the floor and I'm sick of cleaning it up <laughs> one sec I'll get the kids to bring her in there he goes always leaves me hanging always leaves me hanging always uh, this show brought to you by yours truly, Eugene Weaver. Uh, that's what I'm here for, to lead the show. Leading it into the future. Leading by example, too. My audio is always great, by the way. He is so full of shit. It's fine, guys. It, You dear listeners out there, you know I'm rocking a MacBook. I got the snowball mic thing. He's full of shit. But it's fine. He's back. Good. She was just... She had that look. She's looking around. Like... Time to take mm, a leak. <laughs> I'm sick of cleaning up your piss. Well, uh, I, I got a new eye gadget too. A new iPhone thing. Oh, great. What, what does it hook your computer up to the internet or something? Oh, it... <laughs> Magical and futuristic? <laughs> it, uh... Yeah, it, it is now... It's very much... They are ramming in USB-C. So they're... The charger was USB. The end is now USB-C instead of just a regular USB. So I had to get get an adapter, adapter to charge it. Oh. Uh, but hey, they are welcome to two thousand and three. It's leading. The, we are leading the charge. Make computers great again. You are. Ten, <laughs> there's a whole ten percent of you. Uh, mm-hmm. oh, my throat is just on fire. 
Oh, is that whiskey helping or anything? Or? Yeah, it's the only thing that is helping. Uh, okay. Anything else you want to bitch about, or do you want to get to the roulette? No. Actually, that, just even talking about what happened kind of made me mad all over again. I, <laughs> I forgot literally how mad I was. Like, that was... We had, like, a good 30-minute conversation when we got home. I was like, if you... Hold it! What are you doing? Come here. You let the dog in? Dude, did she pee? She was out for 20 seconds. You watched her pee. Peeing conversation okay. going on here. Hey! Hey! <laughs> if she pees on the floor in the house, you're going to clean it up. You watched her pee. All right. That was dubious at best. Oh, that was... Oh, the look on his face was like, yeah, I did. Yeah. I... I... I mean, she was outside for 20 seconds. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, I'm out of it. There is one thing that is... There is one thing that is worse than dog piss, and that is cat piss. Oh, it's... That's the worst. That is awful. And it never leaves, either. No, no, it doesn't. It... Those... Oh, I hate those beasts. (laughs) Uh, Sorry to all you cat cat lovers out there. It's just not... Not for me. It's not quite for me. And at least with, uh, uh, with Ayn, she's, she's, uh... Like, because the other couple of rescues that we've had over the last few years... we have mostly, like, hardwood and tile down here, but we have a rug in the main area of our living room. And the other dogs always go on the rug. Even our oldest uh, Yorkie Shih Tzu that we have. And it's like, <laughs> just step off the rug, you shit ass. But no, on the rug. <laughs> and uh, at least with Ayn, every single time with her, it's been on tile or, you know, something that's easy to clean up. Yeah. Uh, what was oh, Leia did that all the time too? She would pee on the fucking rug, and it's like <sighs> we have five square feet of rug down here. Why that? Like, just go anywhere else but that. Anyway, all right, are you ready for the roulette? Yeah, yeah let's, I'm Eric. Let's, yeah, um, Eugene. And here's the roulette. It's time to spin the wheel of the movie roulette we dive in the ocean cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. He let the one dog in, but not the second dog. She's just out there barking. <laughs> Somehow this... Oh, there he goes. There he goes. We lost him. We lost him. I'm back to holding the reins here on this runaway stallion that we call movie freaks. Just galloping towards oblivion. Oh, I just hear... Barking and kids yelling. <laughs> oh, no. he's got a sore throat, poor guy. Oh man, at least he doesn't have a podcast to edit. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh, trust me, folks, we're we're laughing at him, <laughs> not with him. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. Oh, my sides hurt. Oh, he's already got that laugh. You can just see it on his face. I don't even know what he's saying, but he's got that laugh. I'm just... I'm just... Thinking... Thinking things. Uh-huh. Well, the big dog uh-huh. successfully defended the household from the mailman for yet another day. Good. Good, yeah. Fucking <laughs> Thank God, idiot. right? Okay, on this episode of The Roulette, it is The Midnight Sky up against Mla's Flower of Evil, which I'm sure is just another horror gem in the rough. 
I really enjoyed looking over your list of roulettes this week. We'll get to that later. The Midnight Sky is a post-apocalyptic tale follows Augustine, a lonely scientist in the Arctic, as he races to stop Sully and her fellow astronauts from returning home to a mysterious global catastrophe. Directed by George Clooney, starring George Clooney, Felicity Jones, David Aiello, I don't know how to say his name right, sorry, Kyle Chandler. Uh, yeah, uh, hour 58, smidge long, uh, but still enjoyable, an enjoyable film. I liked it. Overall, I'll give it a passing thumbs up, at least for a roulette. Uh, it's got some really great visuals in it. It's got an interesting... Hmm, how do I put this without spoiling anything? There's kind of a little twisty bit running through, a thread running through this, but from the very pretty much outset, I'm going, eh, something's a little uh, off-kilter here. Maybe this is a thing. And then you get to the end, and it's like, twist! And I'm like, mm, not really. Kind of, Kind of thought that might be what's going on. Uh, but it's hard to talk about this movie without going full spoiler. It uh, For the first third, it kind of is following George Clooney. For the second third, it's, it's kind of following these astronauts that are coming back from this other planet. And then the third third, it's them talking to each other. And it was fine. For, for roulettes, I'll take these all all year. Especially even at, even at being too long, at being two hours, where I think that there was some fairly obvious cuttable material, I still enjoyed it. But then again, I'm I'm more sci-fi tilted, uh, so if it's sci-fi, I'm a little more into it. I think you should keep it in the queue. I don't think you'd hate it. I think you'd be like that was an interesting story. It had some uh, very interesting ideas. Uh, basically, George Clooney is a I don't know. Now it's two weeks ago since I watched this, since we skipped last week, but uh, he's a, some some sort of astrophysicist or scientist that has something to do with space, and he finds this planet that he thinks might possibly have Earth elements uh, that could sustain life, so they send a group of people to go find out. In the meantime, of while they're going to find out and do research and come back, some global catastrophe happens, and we never really find out what that was. But basically... Everybody on Earth is fucked. So the astronauts are coming back to a dead planet. And it's basically, he has to try to get, he's in Antarctica, he has to try and get to a satellite radio thing that is capable of blasting through whatever is going on on Earth to get to those people and tell them not to come back. This sounds good, by the way. <laughs> and I'm not giving away anything that wasn't in the trailer. And the trailer probably gave away too much, and I might be giving away too much, but the trailer did. Uh, so that is basically his mission. And he's dying. And he's the only person immune to whatever is going on, but they never tell you what the hell it is. The Midnight Sky. Well, uh, so... Uh... Yeah, thumbs up. I, I give it a thumbs up. It was enjoyable. The special effects were fantastic. Does it feel like a like a theatrical movie, or is this another one of those? What is a theatrical movie in twenty twenty? I know that's that's where we're at, and and so I mean, yeah, but it also feels like something that would go to Netflix or be Netflix produced. There you have it. Uh, okay, Luz, Flower of Evil. Um, fantasy horror western, <laughs> hour and forty four minutes. 
You pick a man. Oh, uh, I noticed. You I noticed you, you put up a couple of two hours movies here for yourself this week. What? Oh, two of the movies you put up are hour fifty. Ugh. Yeah, you and your well, you and your research. Um. Well, so this one here, um, far in the mountains, in a community led by a preacher named El Senor, a new child who is supposed to be the new Messiah is brought with him destruction. Oh, whatever. Um. It's not good. Not <laughs> it. Um, long, long, long takes of pretty, admittedly pretty scenery, jungle, whatever. I think this was shot in uh, Colombia, uh, and it the cinematography is fantastic. Uh, but it's like they're going for folk horror, like The Witch, but. Nope. I hated everybody in the movie. Made almost no sense. I'm like, I'm watching an hour and 44 minute long travelogue to the jungles of Colombia. Somehow they kidnapped this kid and he's supposed to be the Messiah. Like literally like Jesus, the Messiah come back to whatever. He's not spoiler. So this guys, one, cr- so checking my notes here from my text messaging from Eugene, Eugene, um, so this would fall into the 5% of horror that's bad. Yes, this would be in the 5%. 5%. For sure. Okay. Yes. Yep. Just the uh, same yeah, math, I mean, yeah, I did, same math that puts a thousand, thousand movies in your top 100. Yeah. But as long as we're clear on that, <laughs> I just want to make sure that we're clear on the math. That's all. Carry on. <laughs> Um, yeah, you live your life various, however you want. I don't give a crap. Yeah, <laughs> there's just varying various. Um, nope, these are these are numbers. Uh, you can't really juggle them. They're there. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's horseback riding, arguing, angry dad figure being very daddish. Uh, <laughs> right up your alley. Just horseback yeah. riding and angry dad. <laughs> just. <laughs> Overly religious type, just hammering, oh, just checking off the list of all things yeah. Eugene. Yeah, it then sweeping shots of beautiful scenery. No, what 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 star did I give this? I mean, again, this is. I mean, you picked the worst of the bunch of obviously <laughs> every week. That's what I do. Yeah, <laughs> the other ones nice. that you had were like two hours long. It's same with Maybe. this week. <laughs> Yeah, but this week I, I did my research. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what did I get? Oh, one star. Okay. Uh, I'm being generous with this total artsy-fartsy garbage. I hated this movie so bad. I, it wants to be a folk horror tale like Witch, but it's so boring. It's sinful, has poor acting, virtually no plot, hour and 45 minutes of nearly nothing. It's shot beautifully, but has nothing to tell. That's what I wrote down in my official review. So, swing and a miss for both of us. Nope, not me. Other than having uh, to listen to this bullshit. <laughs> Pick a good one next time. <laughs> you first. <laughs> okay, let's hear your... All right, are you ready? Okay, uh, so... The one place... Uh, uh, the Goodwill in Worcester stopped carrying... More or less stopped carrying all their VHS. They, they've got a small little tiny section where that used to be... a my go-to for sure I can get something I can walk out of there with a couple handfuls of shit and last time I went in there it is reduced to one little tiny spinner rack 
So they're dumping all their crap. Uh, my mom runs a thrift store, and she said that it just takes up too much room, and they're not going to do it anymore. And so I said, anything you get in, I'll get rid of. So, and I'll compensate you for anything that I keep. If I keep something, I will pay for it. If it's something that's worth money, I will pay you what it's worth. So any, uh, so they're going to stop carrying VHS, but anything that comes in is coming to me. And they clear, cleared that with a couple of other people, so it's not like a, a mother, son, what do you call that? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. She's not, yep. she's, she's not just giving me stuff. If there, if I'm taking anything, I'm paying for it. And other than that, I'm, I'm taking space out of their dumpster by getting rid of it. And I'm, I'm taking yeah. it. Actually, I've been taking it down to save and serve or some other place that still carries it. Uh, I've only got one shipment from her though. And, uh, man, I wish I could work out a deal with like that with Goodwill. Maybe I should call them and see if I can't do something like that. Uh, so I did get a, uh, yeah, my first shipment from her, which was, I showed you the picture. What was it? Five, six uh-huh. boxes. My whole uh, <laughs> office was completely co- or uh, kitchen table was completely covered. And I went through it. I pulled out uh, 18, maybe tapes that I kept and, uh, I paid for all of them. I overpaid for them actually, just because that, uh, her business goes to like a charity kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so we're going with the theme of love, baby. That's what we're going with on this round. First up is Nina Takes a Lover, and this is starring Laura San Giacomo. Do you recognize her? Um, yes, I think. The reason that I threw this one up is because, uh, of The Stand. She was Nadine in the original Stand. Oh. So I, and I've heard of this movie over the years. I think this was a independent film festival kind of darling. So I thought, eh, well, we'll give that a shot. Then there's this one, which was the only gem that I really found. Look at this. What does that say, sir? Still sealed. Still sealed. <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> oh, man. Young, Your doc- do- <laughs> young Doctors in Love. ABC Motion Pictures. It's like a TV movie starring, hold on, it's got actual names in it. Michael McKean and Sean Young from Blade Runner. And on the back it says, irreverent, vulgar, sometimes disgusting, and delightfully funny. I doubt it's any of those things. But the cover is absolutely hilarious because it is the symbol of 2020 of two doctors uh-huh, it is. rolling in the surf with their masks on making out. I, I Just too funny. Uh, so we basically went PG, PG-13, and lastly, let's go with Blind Vision. Um... Oh, that looks so 90s. That looks so 90s. This has been on the roulette before, but yeah, I just got some kind of trashy looking Ned Beatty and an erotic thriller. Mm. Yeah. I don't even know. What year was that made? Let me see here. Uh, 1991, Saban Entertainment. There you go. Okay. It's it's a love. It's it's February. Oh, yeah. It's Valentine's Day, you know. Yeah. You threw three STDs up on the roulette this I week. I sure did. One was one you can get rid of with a Band-Aid, one a shot, and one you're fucked. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm actually a little surprised that you are throwing the middle one up on the roulette. I mean, that thing's still sealed. I'm not going to open it. I, the, I, I guarantee that's on YouTube. 
Okay. Or if okay. it's not on YouTube, like, I'll find it somewhere else, but I'm not going to open it. I, would, like, I wouldn't open that one. No, that, I'm not That gonna. looks like you're one of the very few on Earth that has a sealed copy of that. <laughs> oh, the cover of this thing just makes me laugh. Oh, my gosh. That's so- I mean, it's, it's very timely. <laughs> and just water, cra- the waves crashing in on two, just mushing their faces together. <laughs> With masks on. Idiots. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, okay. <laughs> First up for me, don't listen. Hour and 37 minutes. All right. Uh, Daniel and... Oh, he just took his ear... No. <laughs> uh, Daniel and Sarah have a nine-year-old son, Eric. Oh, yeah, there you go. Uh, How's it spelled? E-R-I-C. Ah, fuck that movie. Uh, they've just moved to a new home, not knowing the neighbors call it the House of the Voices. Eric is the first one to notice an odd noise behind each door. And this is a drama horror thriller... And it is a spouse uh, oh, made in Spain, and it looks uh, fantastic. So here's the other one that I got that I thought might be something. I've never heard of this movie. Have you heard of this movie? No. Look at the list of names on that. Oh, Al- Alan Alda, Michael Caine. That's a good cast. Jane Fonda, Bill Cosby. Bill- wow, Maggie Smith. It's, it's obviously it's comedy, right? Yeah. That was the only other one I was like, I, I like finding ones like that that I've never heard of. And I've never heard anybody talk about it. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, Rust Creek from 2018. This was already on the roulette. Uh, hour and 48. Super fast minutes, I'm sure. Crime drama thriller. An overachieving <laughs> college student gets lost on her way to a job interview. A wrong turn leaves her stranded deep in the Kentucky forest. So that's this is going to be a tense backwoods thriller. And lastly is Anything for Jackson, hour and 37 minutes. Uh, this is on Shudder. A bereaved Satanist couple kidnap a pregnant woman so they can use an ancient spellbook to put their dead grandson's spirit into an unborn child, but end up summoning more than they bargained for. I mean, all three are the awesome. You say this awesome. every week. You say this every week, and then every week you're mad at me. Well, the last time was, that was an no, anomaly. No, no, Let's go that with was... the one directed by Justin G. Dick. <laughs> That would be anything for Jackson in an hour and 37 minutes. Oh, uh, you don't even care. I can tell you don't care. It's Oh, the first two I have zero interest in whatsoever. What? Oh, and they're like an, a two hours long. I mean, Rust Creek? I mean, college lady, college girl lost in the wilderness? and Sounds great. And backwoods, the other one? Backwoods nonsense. Yeah, oh, been there, yeah. Done that. That's... Don't listen. I mean, probably subtitled. I mean, woo. <laughs> Anything for Jackson. Uh, okay, and for you, um, oh man, I am. I think I'm, I'm so curious go- what you're going to pick. Man, it's between the last two because the early '90s, Skinamax, like that could be fun, but then that other one is just. Oh, <laughs> uh, what's the runtime on the middle one? The face mask mushing on the beach. 97 minutes. Uh, See, I look at the run times before I pick them. 92 minutes. And 100 minutes on the last one. Let's go with the Amish frolicking on the beach. Let's go with... <laughs> Actually, not Amish, because they wouldn't be wearing masks. <laughs> no. Or rolling around in the sand. Yeah. Uh, young doctors in love. There we go. Oh, that's a very romantical episode we'll have next week. It's, it's oh, anything yeah. for Je- young doctors in love and anything for Jackson. Yep. Front, back, or sideways. Okay. Oh, yeah. 
So, uh, somehow we forgot to do our top ten roulette of the year, our usual roulette wrap-up of the year. Oh, boy. I did my top ten movies of the year. (laughs) Of the year. (laughs) No, we were doing roulettes. That's why I sent you the list of the roulettes. I have no list. Yes, you do. I posted a link to it on Facebook. I said I updated it on the on the group. I said I updated the list with all your roulettes. Ah, uh, let me hold on, hold on. Oh, gonna, here comes the lies. We're gonna. <laughs> this we're is gonna, gonna be a real quick top ten. <laughs> we're gonna do this in real time here. Yes, we are. Um, I've got a, look, look, look. I printed off the list. I printed off your list. What? I highlighted things. Just hold on here. I'm looking no, for. Wait, I, why you gotta? You're fact checking me. You're fact checking me. Um. Where is it? C. Uh, I see Steve Miller's top. Uh, no. Uh, wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Um. Uh, uh, spreadsheet. I have updated Shit, the. Shit, you're an admin on that group, aren't you? You're gonna go delete it real quick. With, what? With at the t- at the bottom? What? What? At the bottom of where? Bottom. I didn't say anything about the bottom. You said you're going to update with a link to the... Oh, where's the link? Hold on a sec, damn it. Oh, this is... I mean, you... Th- no, 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 fail. no, Bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> I have no link. There is nothing. I mean, it is... Nope. Sharing screen. What's that say right there? Uh, yeah, I see that. Yep, yep. I'm looking at that. Where's yeah. the link? What do you mean, where's the link? It's the pin pe- post at the top of the page, right here. That p- page that never, that post that never goes away. Okay, let's, okay, so stop the screen sharing here. Now let me go back and see if I can find it. Such <laughs> <laughs> bullshit. Now let me go see if I can delete it, is what you're saying. I don't, uh, I, there's no link for me. Dude, it's the pinned post at the top of the group. Pinned post. See you and your Microsoft. <laughs> Come on, old man. I told you, I updated the thing. Look, look at this. You click the top post. I said I made a 2020 tab. This is going to be fucking fun. There it is, huh? I'm looking at yours, not, not... No kidding, huh? (laughs) V for Vendetta. Well, this is, this is, it's still loading. This is, uh, I make a different tab for every year. See how old this is? Oh. Okay. See, look, down at the bottom here. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Okay, so get out of the screen sharing thing here. Let me see. <laughs> Can you find it without this? I'm going to try. Oh, for fuck's sake. Go find it first. Well, I can't. I, I can't. I, like, here we go. Okay, so <laughs> this is real time, folks. You're hearing it real time <laughs> to see. Okay, so. At the top here, I say introduce. Okay, it's the top post. It's the pinned post of the group. It's been that way for years, dude. About? The very top post. It says commentary suggestions. Top post is my roulette. My roulette page. <laughs> I'm gonna hit refresh here. See what happens. What is your? Uh, it's been the top. It's been the pinned post of the group for years. Members, events, media. Announcements? Maybe it's an under announcements. Maybe. Ah, hey, wait a minute. 
Leave it to your eye bullshit to fuck up the most simple things that can possibly be fucked there up. There it is. So it's under announcements. I, no. Nope. I, Not no, yeah, me. it it's, is. <laughs> for me, it's the first post. It's always been the first post. There's, the first post right now on our on our private group is my post about our real yeah, life. It, <laughs> oh, I can do this. I can. I hate eye bullshit. <laughs> hate. White hot hate in my soul. More than you hate cats, I hate eyeballs. Oh, man. Let me just real quick go down through here and... Uh, real quick. Take a look-see. Uh, you know, honestly, I, I looking over both of our lists, you won the year. You you had a, I think you had a better year than I did, because it was a little bit of work for me to even get to 10 that I would call good. Um, I would say half of the ones on your good list were ones that I picked and threw your way, but, you know, whatever. Uh, you can have your ungulates and all that. <laughs> and your velocipastors that you beg for. Oh, awful. Angry. And the, half the problem with this is, remember, you got to go look them up. Oh, I know. Shoot. Ooh, Byzantium. See, Ooh. I, yeah, I highlighted that one. I figured that might make your top ten. Oh, yeah, definitely. Rapid Fire. American yeah. Assassin. American Assassin. That was, um... The guy from Maze Runner. And uh, uh, Batman. Yeah, that was good. That was pretty... That's a fucking good movie. High Life... Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, tell you what. Why don't you go through yours and I'll, I will... I'll get... Here's what I'll do. I'll get started. You highlight 10. And then once you get highlighted of 10 good ones, you can start, you know, 10, 9, 8, working your way down through it. How's that sound? Yep. So you start... I am my man. Oh, now he's rushing me. Well, yeah, let's... <laughs> oh, man, half of these are like man killers. What's that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I have to... Uh, this, we do this every year. I have to go... I had to go Google search half of the movies on my list because I don't remember what the hell they were. Uh, let me see. What a fuster cluck. <laughs> Here that comes might hell. The, What's might that? Be the time. <laughs> Here comes hell. <laughs> Man, I had a solid list of top ten movies of the year. Like, I was ready to go. Yeah, it was not the plan. <laughs> man. Man, oh man. <laughs> yep. <sighs> preparation, folks. This is the amount of preparation that we go into. Oh, man, I... Yeah, I'm... Yeah, this is... Ooh. I look forward to all of the typing that I get to delete out of this episode. Oh, this is... Number 10 for me is Siren from 2016. A bachelor party becomes a savage fight for survival when the groomsmen unwittingly unleash a fabled predator upon the festivities. You remember this one? You watched it. Yes? Yep. That made my number 10. I thought, you know, for a roulette, that wasn't bad. And now you see how far I had to yeah. reach to get Ooh. to 10. Ouch. <laughs> it was not a good year. Not a good year over here. Uh, there, but there are some genuinely good movies on this list. But that, uh, uh, and I've only got one, two, three, four honorable mentions. Geesh. Uh, number nine for me is Term Life, and I had to look this one up a couple times. This is the one that was uh, was this Vince Vaughn, and he goes on kind of a killing spree with this young girl or something, and it was, yeah. And Haley Stanfield. 
Guy wanted around town by various hitmen hopes to stay alive long enough for his life insurance policy to kick in and pay out for his estranged daughter. I liked this movie. I don't remember a lot about it now. And that's kind of the sign of how you drop down the list a little bit. Uh, but overall, for a roulette, yeah, I was like, that was enjoyable. It was worth a watch. I would actually probably pick that one up on Blu-ray for On the Cheap, if I came across it. Uh, next up, number eight is MFKZ. Do you remember this one? I know the title, but I don't remember what that was. This was an anime film. Uh, MFKZ was short for motherfuckers. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, a young man develops supernatural powers after an otherwise uneventful scooter accident. Kind of sounds like Akira. Uh, and, yeah, again, roulette. I'll take it. All day, every day. Just killing time. Just killing time. I mean, were there even enough movies in 2020 for you to make a top 10 of 2020? No? Let's Whoa. see here. Horror Noir. Oh, that one there was good. Yeah. Number seven for me is Blow the Man Down. Uh, do you remember this one? Um, Vaguely, maybe. Mm-hmm. Amazon Original. Mary Beth and Priscilla attempt to cover up a gruesome run-in with a dangerous man to conceal their crime. The sisters must go deep into the criminal underbelly of their hometown, uncovering their town's darkest secrets. And it was a bit talky, but uh, it still had a great dark comedic tone to it. And a great ending that I quite enjoyed. And overall, I mean, I even though it wasn't like an action-packed affair, I still enjoyed the bulk of the movie and the tone that they were going for worked for me. And it didn't overstay its welcome at one hour and 31 minutes. Number six for me is a Spike <laughs> Lee joint. To five. Good. To five bloods. Uh, uh, always down for a good Vietnam War story, and this one was quite interesting. The third act, I think it got away from itself a little bit. It got a little crazy. Uh, we were dealing with a lot of PTSD, and, and I, not that I don't believe that exists or that it can get that crazy. I do. It just, is that what I want to sit and watch for two hours? Hmm... Uh, so, but it was definitely worth uh, at least one watch, and it's a Spike Lee joint, so I I dug it. It had some very interesting ideas going on in there. Now let's get to number five. This one I want to look up a little bit. Because why is uh there, I see Primal 2019 in the in the guest column? Yeah. Oh, yeah, guest column. Okay. <clears throat> TJ, he was on. Twice. That's how. That's that's how 2020 went. We had TJ on twice. That was it. Oh man. So even even our guest uh, uh, spaces were weak. I, not that TJ was weak. I'm just saying we didn't we didn't do enough. We should have had more guests on. We should have had. How did we go a whole year and not have Stephen on? I know. Oh, it's his fault. He's busy working, and you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number five for me is the blood on Satan's claw from 1971. Ooh, nice. Eugene threw this one my way. I, what, what episode was that? Hold on. Da, da, da. That was the episode 300. And I got to say, looking over my list, yep, that makes my top 10 and it, uh, number five. Cool. I 
quite enjoyed that movie, and now we're officially dealing with rewatchability. From five up, these are movies that I would rewatch. Six through ten, eh, more unlikely. But Blood on Satan's Claw, I'd watch that movie again. Hell yeah, I would. Uh, it's a slow burn, but it's still, it it was just icky. It had that feeling, that like the witch. Uh, I know. I, I just, and you know what? That's one of the first ones on here that I can, I can readily recall everything that happened in that movie. You know, I, sometimes I'm, we... I'm impressed that you, that you dug that movie. Yep. Now, if you want me to, I can, uh... I can start... Join the conversation? Yeah, I can start... Got got like a number 10 for me or something? Yeah, I got a number 10 here. All right. Judas fucking priest. Oh, yeah. Let me just clear my throat out. Get my my flannel off here and let me get all geared up as I kind of look one last time. (laughs) Totally ready. Uh, So number 10 would... B, are you ready for... Holy <laughs> shit, am I ready. <laughs> uh, let's go number 10, the, the, the one with Brandon Lee. You're putting rapid fire all the way down to number 10, huh? Yeah. I, right. I had a lot of great stuff. Nope. <laughs> False. <laughs> um, yeah, so rapid fire it was good. As long it as really it makes good. the list, that's all right, good. Oh yeah, that was that was good. Um, that's it. Just rapid fire. That was good. Yeah. No comments. (laughs) Um, Oh man. You just, you you really, really threw me for a loop with this. How did I throw you for a loop? I just showed it to you. It was, it said roulette. Oh, I was so prepared. We only do this every year. Having a great top 10 of the year. Like, I mean, I did some research, went through my list. I'm like, okay, here's the top 10 movies of 2020. And now I'm like, Great. Now I gotta do read. Yeah, read. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it was good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> machine guns and Brandon Lee and yep. I, uh, I hate you. Uh, that was do you want to do a number nine or do you sure? Try and catch yeah, I'm, okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, nope. The number nine. <laughs> number nine is Daniel isn't real. You remember that one? Uh, is that the one with the... He built a box? No, not a box maze. No, that's Dave that was, Made a Maze. Okay, Daniel isn't real. Yeah, that was... uh, This guy has this imaginary friend, and the imaginary friend kind of ho- helps him cope with stuff. Ah, uh, I think I do remember that one. And then it starts taking over his body. Actually, if I would have had more time to look over the list... You I had all the time! <laughs> You know how long it takes to go back and make this fucking list? (laughs) (laughs) I would actually have this probably higher on my list, but it's number, it's number nine. That's, unfortunately, that's where it's going to have to perch. So. (laughs) Somehow your top ten list is still my fault. (laughs) Jesus Uh. Christ. (laughs) Um, yeah. So, let's go with... Uh, the next one should be Amy. <laughs> Just type in here. Hold on. 
Uh, there we go. Boy. I feel rushed. Um, okay, number eight. <laughs> Wait, you said you're ready. <laughs> uh, is uh, American Assassin. Oh, that nice. uh, that would make the list. Let's see what it was about. About yes, two thousand. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, that was a good one. Um, Michael Keaton was great in this. This was a good movie. Hour and fifty one minutes. This was a theatrical movie, I believe. Yeah. Great synopsis, great breakdown, great, great analysis of what you thought about it. Number four. Uh, uh, <laughs> Dylan O'Brien was really ripped in this, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Long hair running around. <laughs> I, I'm done. I can't. I... Michael Keaton was in it, and that guy had long hair. <laughs> I think he smokes maybe in it. <laughs> oh, woo. back to you. I'm going to real quick do another pass. All right. Here. Number uh, four for me is the Plagueis of Breslau. We never quite figured out how to pronounce any of that. This is the one where uh, the girl had the side of her head shaved. Oh, Can yes. We... You didn't like the hairstyle. No, the hairstyle was stupid, but uh, I did quite enjoy the movie, and I, I liked... I, you should definitely give that one a watch sometime. It's very much a Bork Bork version of Seven, kind of. Like, there's real. It's a cop thriller with uh, some really crazy, gross. Uh, uh, I don't know about gross. I don't want to oversell it to you like, oh, it's disgustingly gory. It's not that. It's just weird deaths that the serial killer is doing, you know? Like, yeah. I, I think he sews one guy into a horse carcass or something. You know, stuff like that. It's like, well, it's not really gory, but it's just like, yeah, that probably smells bad. Um, uh, so overall, I, I, this definitely made the list for me. And I was surprised how far it climbed up, but I would pick that one up on Blu-ray if I came across it. But I think that might be a Netflix original kind of, kind of deal. Whole lot of people with a lot of vowels in their names that I can't pronounce. Oh, going through this list, and I, I, I see Sleepless. I'm like, what was that? I'm like, oh, that was Jamie Foxx. That's the one where you did After Midnight, I think. and Or you did something, and I was like, I won that one. I, I won oh. that room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you watched that Jamie Foxx Sleepless, huh? Yeah. No shit. And it was average, but I remember yours was just terrible. Oh, oh we'll be getting to After Midnight. We'll be getting oh. to that one Ooh. at some point. Man. But yeah. Plagueis of Breslin, uh, Breslau. That's my number four. Okay, number, number seven, seven for me. Horror Noir. That is the uh, documentary about uh, uh, black people in horror cinema history. Mm. And it was really, really, really good. Uh, in fact, I I liked this movie so much that it should have been longer. Like, it, it was hour and 23 minutes. Should have been two hours. Like, could have been easily been much longer but it moved so fast and I liked it so much that I'm like well even though it was far too short that would definitely make the list of top that is on shutter by the way so and I you know I would have put the uh that leap of faith with William Friedkin that documentary which was really good but that was more or less just 
one talking head. It was basically just an interview with him. And it was fascinating. But here, we have clips from movies. We've got all sorts of people talking. And it was great. Cool. But again, like, much like you, though, rewatchability, like, I, I, I probably won't watch that again. Or if I do, it won't be for a long time. Long time. Well, a, a lot of docs, I think, fall into that kind of category. Yeah. How often are you going to be rewatching a lot of documentaries? There's only yeah. a few that you kind of do. Number six, uh, Violence Voyager, and this one here. Uh, not only is it completely bizarro, but I will never ever forget. Like seriously, when I saw the name Violence Voyager on the list, uh. I, do you remember when we were when? Oh yeah, I remember that one. I thought that might make your list because this one here I watched on the first night of the presidential debates, and Ugh. it was just it was the most bizarro thing because you were texting me saying this is a complete and total shit show the the presidential debate the first one, <laughs> and I was watching this completely crazy thing, and it is one of the weirdest animated movies I have ever ever seen, and I. I think that it was released overseas on Blu-ray, but this is one that I would like in my Blu-ray collection for for being, it's just completely, totally unique. I've never seen anything quite like that, but it was, it was good and bizarro. Cool. Uh, you got another one? Are you ready for another one? I Texas, am. See, Texas. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm on it. All right. I'm on, I'm on it. Uh, the Decline. Uh, this is from uh, 2020. Oh, this is the one where I actually, I think that halfway through, I was liking this enough that I actually switched the dubbing to the original French language. I think this is Quebec. So I, I switched it to the original French language. This is on Netflix. This is about a, a group of survivalists that are out in a training camp type thing. And, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, something major happens, and then there's kind of like two factions that are trying to figure out what to do. And this was a really good movie. And what I really liked about the movie, not only was it well made, but hour and 23 minutes. And it was like, they, they knew what they were. We're not going to pad this thing. What's on the screen should be on the screen. They didn't overstay their welcome. And it was really freaking good. That was a good movie. It, in fact, uh, boy. Uh, now the other ones that I quick, that I quickly picked, cause I'm like that, are a little bit higher than this. Man, I'm good. I mean, I, I rocked this list out. Fast. You're welcome, audience. <laughs> Number four? Um, You'll be all caught up. Okay, yeah. Uh, Number four is The Witch Part One. Oh, uh, yes. Figured that would make this the list. Almost number three. Almost. And I, you haven't seen this one yet, have you? No, because it's like three hours long. Um, This, two hours and five minutes, yeah. That first, was it hour? I, forget, I mean, it's been a little while since I've seen it, but that first act, man, I'm like, what have I done? What did I get myself into? And then they get to the action part of the movie, and it is, it was so great. It, it was so great. I, I loved it. Loved it. But boy, that first act is hard to get through because it's kind of tween girls in South Korea doing tweeny stuff. And I'm like, no, 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 no. But I get it. I They could have cut a lot of it out, but I get they set the stage. They get You get to know the characters really well. But 
man, I hope they make another one. I, I know it says it says it's part one, so I really hope that we get a part two. But that thing was nuts. Yeah, I don't way. really know the story there. Uh, part one, part two, whatever. I presume that this was half the book or, or material that it was based on. Yeah. Or or just part one of it. Who knows? Because that Maze Runner shit has like fourteen books or something. And sometime I want you to watch this movie. It, it's still in my queue. I kept it in there. I just haven't got around to it. Number three for me is Freaks from 2018. A bold girl discovers a bizarre, threatening, and mysterious new world beyond her front door after she escapes her father's protective and paranoid control. Uh, this one stars Emile Hirsch, Bruce Dern. And this is one that you should definitely keep in your queue if you haven't watched yet. You should check out at some point. It's a, It's definitely worth a watch. It's like... Uh, how did I explain it uh, when I first watched it? Uh, X-Men, but kind of more realistic and gone extreme. Because this is like the aftermath of, of quote-unquote mutants kind of emerging, and they're way more overpowered than they are in X-Men. So, like, there was a mutant that completely destroyed an entire city just by winking at it or something. And so that's why the entire world was uh, against mutants or whatever, you, whatever they're freaks, whatever they're called in this. Uh, they genetically different that have superpowers. Uh, so they're they're sent way underground into hiding because they're just pretty much eliminated on site, just because they're so grossly overpowered. You know, it's one thing in the X Men when guys can just like move things around with their mind and stuff. It's not that too big a deal, but when they're destroying cities and they're walking nuclear bombs, they go after them. But when the shit hits the fan in the third act, at first, it, it like, and this is another one of those movies that, that sh kind of, in my opinion, shifts genres. At first, it starts off kind of like uh, William Friedkin's Bug, where okay. they're, in, they're in a house and you don't know what's going on and we're just terrified of the outside world. And then as it develops... Uh, it, it gets a little wilder wilder and wilder, and then you get to the third act where all hell breaks loose, and you're like, this rocks. So I think TJ recommended this one. But uh, uh, yeah, I totally dug it for being one of those comic book movies that's not based on a comic book, as far as I know, like uh, Unbreakable uh, and Glass and, and so on. It totally feels like that kind of story, but uh, doesn't appear, I don't know if it's based on anything. So, not that I know of. Number three for you. Uh, three for me is 7,500. This is the Amazon Prime movie starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, a, the airplane thing. Yeah. I forgot about was, that one. This was great. Great movie. This is how you do a bottle episode type movie where it's mainly... Actually, I think it's pretty much the entire movie. Yeah, it's just him in the cockpit. But... He acts so great in this movie, and the story is so tense. And this is one where my wife walked in when I was watching it, and literally, like, the pilots are just taking off. This this is a hijacking movie, and there's like nothing has happened. They're just they're taking off, but already it's tense for some reason. Just the camera work, and you can tell by the style. Like she could already tell. She's like, "Oh, this is this is tense." I'm like, "Yeah, they're just taking off. Nothing's happened." But this was a really, really, really good movie. Uh, this is what you can do with not much money, but a great script with great actors. Uh, I loved it. This is one that I'll watch again. Cool. 
number two for me is Gemini Man. Oh. I, w- I was surprised this one climbed up as high as it did, but, you know, the more I thought about it, I enjoyed that movie. And it there's more of a chance that I would rewatch that even over Freaks, just because Freaks has that first half that's such a slow burn, and if you already know what's going to happen, those slow burns don't always work for me a second time around, you know, because you already know. Like, half the movie is, is this big secret of trying to figure out the mystery. If you already know, then it's just boring. Uh, so, Gemini Man, for me, even though there's quite a bit of mystery going on in that movie, there's still enough action going on in the meantime that... And so well directed by Ang Lee. Uh, um, it's entertaining. I don't know. It's easier for me to go back to that one. Good Number movie. two. Number two for me. Um, you just edit that out. <laughs> nah. Oh, uh, I yeah, I felt that growing in my guts. Uh, number two for me is Hagasuza. Uh, hour and forty-two minutes. This is how you do folk horror right here. This was great. Slow burn, creepy, beautiful cinematography. Uh, ugh, just very, very, very uncomfortable movie. But I loved this movie and. I think that when I watched it the first, well, I've only watched it once, but when I watched it, it is very, very, very slow, but that movie has stuck with me. Like, as soon as I was looking over the list, you know, I looked over this list a while ago and put this, and, <laughs> and I'm like, man, that movie's really, st- <laughs> movie's really stuck with me. <laughs> oh, cheers. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, um, uh, which type stuff going on in the European woods? And I need to rewatch this movie. Um, yep, uh, made in Germany. It's, it's German. And back to you. Okay, number one for me. Uh, and uh, as I was looking over this list, I was surprised that, again, within the context of the roulette. This one jumped up pretty quick for me. Like, oh, yeah, that one might be up there top three. And it crawled to number one fairly quickly for the year. And that was from 2013, Coherence. Do you remember this one? Oh, yeah. Wow. Number one. Well, it's a roulette. You know, we're looking at and it also touches a nerve with both of us. And in that it's a low budget film, not a lot of effects. The strength is in the writing and the directing and the use of their low budget. We want to talk about knocking it out of the park. This movie did it for me. This might have been a TJ recommend, too. I can't remember. Uh, somebody, or maybe Steven, somebody recommended it, I think. Ty did. I know that Ty liked it. Oh. Uh, but, yeah, that's going to be the number one roulette for me for the year. You give me something like that every week, oh, my good Lord in heaven, I'll take that every single week. Uh, fantastic. I love to see... Well, I mean, it's sci-fi, obviously, and I love that kind of uh, primer, uh, visceral, low-budget, gritty, like, brainy sci-fi stuff where there really isn't any special effects. I I dig that just about as much as I dig Star Wars. I just have an appreciation for the amount of effort that went into the preparation and the the behind-the-scenes of the writing and the directing to get that done. Because I felt like I was in a extreme science fiction environment the entire time watching that movie. And there was 
not really a visual reason to feel that way. It was just people walking around their house uh, during a dinner party. Mm-hmm. And yet I felt like I was on the moon. That that So, thumbs up from me. Number one for you. Um, I'm just looking over your list. Colorado Space, Midsommar. Those are honorable mentions. Guns Akimbo. Oh, wow. We have way different... Oh, you're about to give me a number one, and it better be one thing, or I'm going to have some questions. <laughs> it is. It's uh, Byzantium is All definitely, right. good, definitely good number man. one. That was easy. That was like, that was far and away the best roulette of the year for me. That was awesome. That was awesome. Uh, Neil Jordan, home run. A unique vampire story. Two hours, never bored, gory, great acting. I can't wait to watch this one again. That was, to, to me, that was a complete gem in the rough that came and went, and that should be, I think that's kind of a modern day classic already. Like, I, that was that good. Like, that would have definitely made top 10 of the year for 2012. You know me, I've got, yeah. Well, I know, but you don't, uh, that's a little different. You don't always have time to see every single movie that comes out the year that you make your top 10 of that year. Yeah, you can, but, you can go back and adjust. That's fine. But this one here, I'm, I I would imagine that this probably got a art house theater release. I don't think it got a big release. I think it got, like you said, a little bit of an art house release, and that was about it. Man, too bad. It's a shame. Yeah, it, that, it looked like a. It's stupid to say it looked like a million bucks because a million bucks isn't much in the movie industry, but it oh, the... Looks incredible. That blood. How the, oh, still, the blood that, at the end. Oh, that was so great. <laughs> oh, so good. horror fans out there, especially ones that like you know well made, which a lot of horror movies are. <laughs> here we go. Now here's where the bullshit comes in. Go on. <laughs> it usually seeps in a little bit, but not too much. Um, it. Uh, well, yeah, I, I really liked the movie. So. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, honorable mentions for me are. Uh, 3022. Do you remember that? That was the um, sci-fi movie with... Ah, what's her name? It was the girl from Battlestar Galactica. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, From the director of that other movie that we quite liked quite a bit. That was okay. That was a decent flick. Uh, Midsommar, I I did quite enjoy, and I'm not taking anything away from how well it's made. It's just not the kind of movie that I'm going to watch often. Uh, you're the horror guy. Uh, to me, that was like brutally painful. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, you know, it's a very, it's very well made. I'm not taking anything away from that. It's just I'm more likely to rewatch some of these other ones. Uh, the Long Dumb Road, I quite enjoyed. But again, not one I'd rewatch often. And Tread was a documentary. Remember the guy that was, that built up his bulldozer to go bulldoze the town down? And... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good doc, but not one that I'd watch again, probably. Any honorable mentions for you? Uh, yeah, I would say, um, you know, All Hallows' Eve, for as silly as it was, was enjoyable as an anthology movie. Martial Law was fine for what it was. Not top ten material, but it was fun. I liked it. That was harmless. Um, oh, there was another one that I saw that all, that, uh, Marabito, maybe? Yes, Marabito would definitely be an honorable mention. That would almost make top ten. That was good. 
I thought it. I thought it might be on the edge. Yeah, and Justice League Dark. Just, Justice League Dark was yeah. Th- those are like almost safe. I don't want to say safe because Marabito is very weird. But um, oh, there was one that I watched that almost made it. Um, what about other other life? Do you remember other life? Other life. Oh man, what was it's that? Where they took the eye drops, and then they were like in prison. For oh, that was good. Yeah, I liked that one. Yeah, that was like, that actually was probably been a little bit middle, more than middle of the road. Like, Sleepless is kind of the perfect example of generic, forgettable roulette, but harmless and good for one and done. That's kind of a right, that's right in the middle. And then from there, you kind of go down the two different, the two different paths. (laughs) All right, we got to get on with this. We've taken so much time. Uh, Worst of list. I've only got a couple here. Closer to God. Do you remember that one? Uh-uh. It's where they had the genetic baby and the people protesting outside. And... I do. Oh, you hated that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one was not going to win me any uh, fans, but uh, Fast Color. Everybody loved Fast Color. Not me. Mm-mm. Bad. 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 Uh, the last season was a VHS tape that I... Oh, you hated that thing. Oh, I hated it. Awful. But the number one award has got to go to After Midnight. Just without a doubt, yeah. it's going to After Midnight. Last season was a, it was nothing. Whereas After Midnight was actively something that... Mm-hmm. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, we've talked about that one enough, I think. Uh, what about you? Uh, worst stuff for me, Instant Dreams, the one with the f- gloriously awesome cover that was... N- oh, oh, that was a good cover. Oh, the cover was great. The documentary was terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, for We Are Many, which is an awful anthology movie. Velocipastor, unwatchable garbage. Garbage. Sand Sharks was terrible. Ah, oh, Sand Sharks was okay, maybe. Yeah, these were all ones that you wanted. Oh, uh, you asked uh, me for these. Uh, Phantom of the Opera, Dario Argento, that's one that I spent money on, actually, and was, that's by far his worst movie. That was terrible. Still on your shelf. Oh, yeah. That's got a slipcover that's gorgeous. Great transfer. Um, (laughs) and then the top two, Aqua Slash. I, that movie can rot in hell. That was terrible, unwatchable, almost unwatchable. But number one for me was one that you picked out for me. Uh, this is 100% you, The Ungulate. <laughs> yep. I knew, I knew it was going to be The Ungulate. I just knew it. I yeah, don't care. That... Back then you were still making me pick you out horror movies. I know, and you swing and a miss. Oh yeah, and every week since you've been picking them, they've all been misses. Isn't that amazing oh, wait, how that what? works out? Uh... Oh, we'll have this conversation in a year, bitch. <laughs> Maybe, if Maybe. you remember to look at the roulette. <laughs> yeah, you have to explain yourself a little bit better so I don't go and spend all my time on a top It says ten. roulette. Oh, I had a killer top ten of the year. Man, here it sits <sighs> just looking at me like, speak to our audience, but nope. Yeah, whatever. We'll do that next week, maybe. Ah. <sighs> Oh, do you want to talk about some recently watched? Yeah. Anything else yeah. you want to add for roulettes of the year? Um, yeah, I think I may have won that one, but oh, you still... definitely won that one. I mean, look at my. Come on. Ugh. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, moving forward though, it's going to be a lot different. I mean, you're picking your own stuff out, and you're picking your own stuff out, so it's going to be all gold, right? Mm-hmm. Most of it. I mean, <laughs> Luz was a complete. That was a whiff, but well, otherwise, I can only uh, you know volley back what you give me. So it's not on me; it's on you. Man, Atticus, wait, Blood Vessel. That was okay-ish. Porno. Good. Oh, it's great. <laughs> Cat free and still okay. Oh yeah. First up for me. Oh, we we got to get on with this and wrap this up. We'll do at least <laughs> at least one one round of. Uh, well, before we get into the, anything else, the stand last up ep- oh. this previous episode. You want to talk about? Yeah, let's. Yeah. So uh, let's see what happened. They were walking to Vegas. Walking to Vegas, walking, walking with Liz, walking with my desert, walking with my dick out. Yeah, Nadine on her moped. <laughs> long shots, long sweeping shots of Nadine. <laughs> oh, we got nothing better to do. <laughs> oh, and Harold wrecks the motorcycle. Oh, Harold's dead. He's dead, but we're still going to hang out with him. Two days later, birds eat his face, and he writes notes. Oh, and then he is the hawk. Roll credits. Boy, they really like Harold. Oh, they they love him. Whoever whoever uh, came up with all this business, they 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 were like, "That's the character. That's our main character right there." I mean, the rest of us since the seventies, when the book came out, were like, "Well, that's the worst." character let's spend as least as little amount of time with him as we possibly can but not these people they double down oh Oh, they (laughs) (sighs) yes it's oh this show is so frustrating there it (sighs) bump de bump de bump my life for you bump de bump doesn't even speak never see him (laughs) got a bomb just uh i'm just gonna swing down in a hole and i got it now it's all good yep how did he how did he um heft that out of there Straps. Straps, I guess. I, My life for you, I'm dirty and stinky, and my life for you, I, oh. I, what a wasted character. Wasted character. The whole thing feels wasted. It's it's so frustrating. Somebody, somebody's going to re-edit this, and it will be better. But it's yeah. not going to be good. It's still no. not going to be good. And I, I'll give all the stars in the world to the people that did the casting... And, uh, I mean, it looks good. Yeah. It's just edited horrifically. Why? Just why? I don't, uh, oh. And then yeah. finally we get to where Flag reveals him, his true form. And I'm like, oh, I'm curious what they're going to do with that. Just dirty. Yeah. I mean, and, and, oh. Yeah, at least in the Mick Garris version, he turns into some rubber face monster guy. Yeah, giant demon Satan thing. And this one is just like, Berg, I'm a dirty guy. I was like, you're kind of more creepy the other way. Yeah, yeah. I think Larry Underwood is probably my favorite character in the show. I I like his character. But at this point, they're, they're, they're I hate to say they're cramming so much in because they're, they're not. But no. I don't care really about anybody. Like, Stu Redman in the book was kind of a crusty cratchety older guy and here it's he's kind of a 
gee shucks golly darn James Marsden. Who it's good. He's good, but I, I didn't think that about him in the book. I I think he's pretty well on. He's a little bit too smiley, maybe. But other than that, it's a good casting. When I heard that he was yeah, cast good. as Stu, I was like, that's perfect. That's that's pretty well perfect. Uh, and again, the castings are all good. I don't have a problem with Glenn or anybody. I just it's just baffling why they made these decisions. Like, I would I would like to talk to somebody who has never read The Stand, never seen the miniseries, first one, and then yeah. would sit down and, and watch this, what they would think of it. And maybe they might like, maybe it's to those of us that have not, have no, have no, nothing to do with The Stand. I haven't watched the movie, the original TV show. I haven't watched, I haven't read the books. Maybe this is great. I don't know. But to me, it's, oh. I, I have to think they'd be completely baffled. Confused, not especially when what's going on. Episode like the beginning of episode one, Harold is creepy in Boulder. Boulder, like that's Act Three. That's like that's eight hundred pages into the book or whatever. Yeah, whatever. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. And supposedly it's... the next episode is that's everything from the book, and then the very very last episode is all new stuff that the, these directors came up with. Like great, good, great. Good. Glad they had time to cram extra stuff in so we can watch Nadine drive through the desert when we already said <laughs> yeah. she's going to Vegas. Great. That's established. We don't need to deal with that. Harold mm-hmm. wrecks his bike and is is impaled through his l- uh, left lung and his leg's broken. Nadine leaves him. She's shooting at him. That should have been the end of that scene. No. Nope. Let's come back a scene later and just hang out with him while he's sitting there. Contemplating. Contemplating life. Like, we, we got nothing better to do. <laughs> oh, oh it's yes. so frustrating, because it's like, with the amount of time that you guys have had on this show so far, you could have done so much more that was in the book. You could have done the outbreak. You could have done this. You could have done that. You, uh, uh, We've had too many series now, and I still haven't got to see the, uh, uh, the kid get torn apart by wolves outside the fucking tunnel, which is one of my favorite parts of the book. Just because that guy, that character was such an asshole, and then we get to see him trapped in there, and Trash Can Man leaves him to go. Like, nah, let's not have any of that. Yeah, I know. Yep. Let's sit around and chit chat about this, that, the other thing. Drone, Harold, sh- Harold, drone shots of the desert. Yep, drone. Let's Her- some. Yeah. Uh, Harold and his feelings, and Harold and his feelings from episode to episode to episode. Like enough. Oh, whoever the, whoever did this, they were way into Harold, and I I shouldn't even be saying this because they're so into Harold that they might come after me. <laughs> I, the, <sighs> I tried no. to be normal, but now I had to make a bomb to blow everybody up. You shouldn't have seen this, Franny, with your stoner eyes. Hey, credit where credit's due. This last episode, Franny really started breaking down crying. How many times have we seen Franny cry on this show? Actually, I don't know if ever, or if so, maybe once or twice, where the book... Maybe. She cries all the time in the book. Every time you hear, you see the name Franny, it's like, here comes some crying. But (laughs) I I saw her uh, uh, start to break down, and I was like, hmm, have I seen her cry yet in this show? Maybe not. So they at least did a little better with that. And uh, I don't want to... I want to be clear... I'm busting on the Harold character, not the actor. He does a he good does job. A, he is, yeah, he's very good. He does a totally fine job, and he is playing uh, uh, the character exactly how he is in the book. He sucks. Like the 
the character in the book sucks and he sucks here. And he does a perfect job of, of relaying the information that that character did from the book. I am not busting that actor one iota. It just, for all the time we're spinning wheels. Why? Well, we could do all this other interesting shit. I still can't believe they skipped the whole outbreak. I can't believe it. No, completely. Completely. I mean, we get little tiny, tiny, tiny snippets, but which to me, I think to most people, was the best part of the book. But whatever. What do we know? <sighs> I will send a strongly worded letter to the president of Hollywood. Okay, yep. you want to do a run, one round of recently watched and we'll wrap this up. Okay. Uh, real quickly, I want to talk about... Oh, I said I was going to talk about sex. Shit. I wanted to talk about Synchronic. I need more time for that. So let's talk about Shame from 2011. Uh, are you familiar with this movie? Michael Fassbender? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, that was not a fun watch. <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I didn't know you... I, I didn't know oh, you I liked it. it. That was a good movie, but... Ugh, that was... Well, I was going through... It just came across my transom this week of, of like, oh, yeah, I never got around to watching that. I should check that out. And so I did, and... I like Steve McQueen's other movies. I think he's a, a hell of a director. Uh, man, if you want to see some Michael Fassbender dong and Ooh. fur and ass, this is the movie for you. Uh, it's fine, but it, it overall, I don't, I didn't feel like it kind of went anywhere. It just kind of tottered around and sex. Maybe I'm having too much, and maybe I'm. I should, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I didn't, I didn't quite get the message that it was trying to put across. Is he fucked up? Does he have fucked up things? Yes. And they alluded to things in, in his and his sister's childhood that maybe made them that way or pushed them, uh, in those directions, but they never said what, and we'd never got much of a resolution to that. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Uh, Carrie Mulligan was great in it as well, and her scene where she did the uh, singing New York, New York was amazing. Uh, his boss is an asshole, I guess, but maybe you should go deal with that. Like, go tell me he's an asshole. Instead, it's just, I'm going to be angry and take it out on my sister later, and then I'm going to look at women real creepily and weird. Yet they fall for him. Every single one of them falls for him. Immediately. Well, I mean, with that dong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, maybe maybe I'm being a little bit too Gen X here, speaking to the man who's a little bit older than me. But we shave a little bit, a little bit of grooming, just a little bit. No, yeah, yeah. no. I mean, he's he, he's younger than me, right? Fast. I think he's in his. He's got to be in his forties by now, or early forties, isn't he? At any rate, Judas. Yeah. All right. Very little commentary. Oh, he's a little bit older than me. Right in between the two of us. Very little commentary from you on that. Very interesting. I'm learning things about you today. You don't come prepared. You don't oh, take care. Of, you don't. You don't take care of your nethers. I got it. I got it. <laughs> oh, the blank stare that I'm getting. Huh? Oh. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm just hanging on by a thread here. 
Fine, you finish the show. Go oh, on. What, what do you got for us? <laughs> I'm trying to think. How did that movie... Like, I just finished it today. I, okay, it, I, if I remember correctly, wasn't he, like... He was trying to hook up with a married woman on a subway or something, and then... Not, and she, but not but not, not really. He was just staring at her. Creepily. And, and But then she was like, no, but then... it Spoiler, but doesn't in the end, then she sees him again, and she's like, okay, then she kind of takes a ring off or turns it around or does something to where it's like, we're going to... We're going to be... Dif- no, different different woman. Oh, okay, he follow- I, again. He follows the one woman, then, he, then there's a different woman at the end, similar situation, uh, that he sees... Uh, and, then, uh, and then again in a bar... With a different woman, and then his, the woman's boyfriend punches him in the face or something. I remember that part. I that, there, there was just no resolution to this movie, in my opinion. It's like, well, I guess I'm just a big old pervo. I'm yep, gonna keep on, keep on, keep it on. It's a lot of fast benders hog. Yep, <laughs> making out with chicks and or, uh, dudes. Then later, oh yeah, that's and right. And then taking a piss, watch my asshole while my wiener falls down, and I take a leak. Yep, I'm right. good with that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> top ten in 2011 for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, I just remember there was one time, isn't he just railing some some lady like they're standing up in some high rise building or something? I, uh, like ten times throughout this movie, <laughs> it's <Yeah>. just <sighs> what? And then he's attacking his sister while he's naked. And I'm like what? Why? He's you could do angry. worse though than Fastbender Dong. I mean, you could do worse. There are yeah, worse things. I mean. I don't want no part of it. It's too much for me to handle. Yep. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> we got to wrap this up. So you get around to recently watch, and we'll be done. Um, wrong turn. This is the reboot of the uh, the the series with I think two good movies in it. Well, here's the new the new one. No, 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 no. That does not add up to my math. Hold on. That is not five percent. Oh yeah, it is. Part, no, no, one, part one was great, part two was adequate, and part four was okay trash. The rest were junk. That's, that, that's not the way that percentages or math works, but go on. Yeah, that's, that is. Uh, so the new one is directed by Mike P. Nelson. Um, he made The Domestics, which was really, really good. And I'm happy to report this was quite good. Uh, this got a fan... Uh, not Fandango, Fan Fathom Event. This was a Fathom Event things that I went to see. A second theater experience in a year for me, and this was quite good. Uh, Matthew Modine is in it, uh, which his character, while he is very good in this movie, is this is an hour and 40, 49 minutes, and it's too long. The movie is simply too long, and his character, the stuff with his character, while good, uh, probably could have been cut and this would have been all the better of a movie but this was solid like nice big budget the acting was really good really gory um it's just too long the movie is simply too long but uh, it's very much a a remake in name only it's set in the Appalachian Mountains and so and there is backwoods people in it, but it is nothing at all like the first Wrong Turn. This is a completely different take on it, but it's cool. I like it, and it actually fits more with modern times, with what what's going on in the movie, and the big 
there's kind of a big twist in it uh, that you're like, oh, okay. So we are definitely not doing wrong turn. We're doing this. Uh, I'm okay. I was okay with it because I was so invested in the characters and what was going on that I'm like, let's go with it. That's fine. But because they went that route instead of just a very quick and dirty, you know, backwards horror movie, it drug it out. It, this was long. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I was holding that. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Just edit that out. <laughs> Work your magic. Oh, whoo. Oh. <laughs> mm. Do what you do. So, anyway, in conclusion, it got three and a half out of four and uh, quite good. <laughs> three and a half out of four? Or three and a half out of five. You know what I meant. <laughs> Edit it out. <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Coming soon for me is The Killer. Chow Yun Fat. I got that on DVD. Uh, Castle Rock Season 1. Have you watched that show? Nope. Hmm. I mean, Stephen King, your favorite author, you care? Or... It's TV. <laughs> it's, it looks okay. <laughs> You're watching The Stand. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a movie called The Last Man. Uh, Outside the Wire on Netflix. I want to watch that, too. Uh, I want to watch that. That looks good. Uh, should one of us be barfing that up onto the roulette or no? We don't put up uh, roulettes anymore, sir. Yeah, no, you could, like, well... Yeah, I could. I'm putting up stuff that I want to see. Don't worry about it. What so about you? you? Oh. What are you? You're putting up all stuff that you want to see. Yeah? This is all, everything that you put up, you want to see. <laughs> you laugh. There's that laugh. Like, it's uh. a trap. Like, I trapped you into this. Oh, you These do. are your picks. No, these are all your picks. He's shaking his head no. <laughs> what do you mean no? I have no effect on this. Enjoy anything for Jackson. I'm sure next year it's just going to be. I'm 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 very curious if we could crunch real numbers, and we will. I will. <laughs> Let's see next year's roulette list of what Eugene he has a whole year of stuff that he's picked versus stuff that I've picked. Then we'll see if the whole five percent thing is real. It's not. You already blew that. <laughs> <laughs> when half the movies in the series are shit. That means the f- it's not 5%. That means it's 50%. That's just wrong turn, though. If you, <laughs> I know, but that's what you just said. But if you look at something like Friday the 13th, for example. I was talking about. We've got you like said, parts 1 through 6 or 7 or all What do you have gym? coming soon, Electoral College? <laughs> <laughs> oh, a whole bunch of great stuff on Amazon Prime. Um, something called Attack of the Mushroom People. Space Amoeba was on there. I went to watch that one. That looked pretty decent. Um, Don't Open the Door. Um, Don't Shit in the Woods. Yeah, Soul Tangler. I got that on VHS. Or, uh, it was shot on, or edited on VHS, but I got that Blu-ray. Um, Blood Lake. Weasels Rip My Flesh. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Clean Shaven. Dark Tower. The Michael Fassbender story. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, and the Pirates movies. The Pirates movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, I'll see you next time. Oh, wow, we are... 
It's hour 40, we're, and i got to clean up all your bullshit along the way. We're kung fu in this one again, aren't we? <laughs> we got to. we got to be done. Oh, okay, Finn. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash moviefreakspod on Twitter at moviefreakspod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.